what's right with you. How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Welcome to Hi, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane, welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America, where we'll talk about anything, because we can. And we do. And we do. And And uh, happy holidays. Happy almost New Year to all y'all. Hope you had a very Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, Happy life. Happy life. Yes. Whatever holiday you happen to be celebrating. Yeah, cool. Okay, so we're going to talk about bullies today uh-huh. because there are lots of bullies in the world and there's cyber bullies and there are all kinds of bullies. And the only reason a bully has power is because you're not willing to expose what's actually so. So you have to be willing to look at it from the point of view of what's actually going to occur, what's actually occurring. So, for instance, years ago, I had this young kid who was in my classes and, and he was a very artistic guy he was a real sweetheart of a kid and his father was you know a very masculine dude and he was an artist and he was very easygoing and stuff so you know it's like he said yes i'm being taken advantage of i'm being bullied i said okay so what does that mean and he says well it's like they keep telling me that i'm a fag i said so are you he goes no, I kind of like women. I said, oh, you're kind of like your dad, huh? He goes, yeah, I am kind of like my dad. I like women. I like the, you know, I like the, I like their skin. I like the way they look. I like all things about them. I said, okay, so here's what you do. I'm going to tell you what you have to t- tell these guys in order to handle this. Because what these guys have been doing is intimidating him and, and taking his lunch money every day. And he was living under this terrible sense of the strain of it and how awful everything was. So, I, you know, it's like I said, okay, so here's what you do. You go in and it's like they say you're a fag and say, well, if I'm a fag, how come I know what pussy tastes like? Because uh-huh. these were 12-year-old kids. And he says, but I don't know. And I said, don't worry, I'll tell you. We'll have a little private conversation on break. And I did get together with him and tell him what to tell him it tasted like. Because it's like, if I know it, how come I know what it tastes like and you don't? And he was all prepared to do it. He went in the next week and all the kids turned around and all the kids, you know, all the kids changed their point of view and stopped intimidating him and stopped taking things from him. And they started giving him lunch money back and stuff. Yeah, they literally gave him money back. And he didn't have to say a word. No. It was changing his energy and changing his point of view and and changing his level of confidence about it. And it changed everything for him. And so that's what we want to do when you're with a bully. You find out what it takes to have, you know, it's like what would it take for you to have an awareness or a different point of view that wouldn't allow you to be bullied? So you got to look for that point of view. It's imperative that you find that. And it's like and, the, go ahead. Yeah, well, it's like there, there was a girl here in Houston who was intimidated on cyber bullying and talking about how fat she was and how ugly she was and all this kind of stuff. 
Well, she didn't bother to tell her parents. She didn't bother to tell anybody what was going on. She decided to take her life instead. So it's like the one thing that allows bullying to continue is the fact that you keep it secret. You've got to be willing to put it out there, you know, and you've got to be willing to acknowledge it. And if you do, you can seek help. If you don't, you're in trouble. Yes. And so one of the other things, and you heard it in that story that Gary just shared with, <coughs> excuse me, uh, about the kid at school getting bullied. It's like I had a class I was doing in India and this girl raised her hand and actually was asking about being bullied. And what it boiled down to was that there was a potency that she had that she was refusing to be and a capacity she had that she was refusing to be and an awareness that she has that she was refusing to be. And she was in, in training to the victim point of view, if you will, of the people around her, uh, including her parents and friends. And, and she didn't want to be a bully because she thought if she actually had that much power, she would be a bully. And the end result was she ended up getting bullied. Well, after this conversation in this class, said, look, will you claim it on the potency of you? Whatever it looks like, whatever it takes. She went, yeah, absolutely. And the bullying stopped. Not only did it stop, but she and a couple of the other girls that were in that class became this amazing source for camaraderie, but also a source of people where they were actually presenting a different possibility in the school. And so the inherent thing that occurs with somebody who's being bullied is there is a potency and capacity they have that they're absolutely refusing to be. Now, if you've done access for any length of time, you know, we talk about past lives and that sort of thing. And with, with each case, it may be very different, but one of the things that seems to be uh, there for a lot of the humanoid kids that are getting bullied is that in some lifetime, they have some point of view that they did or were something it was so bad, terrible, vicious, mean, and awful in some lifetime that they won't ever be that potency again. And what it allows is people who, because part of the reason people get bullied is because there's this energy in the person being bullied that says, bully me, take advantage of me, hurt me. And, and, and I it, deserve it. Yeah, and I deserve it. And that's where, that's part of where that can come from. Now, that's not in every case. It's just you have to take it on a case-by-case -case basis, but you want to be aware that these things are there because if you just look from the aspects of this reality, you don't get very much in the way of anything productive to change it. And it's a really helpless place for both the kids and their parents. And there's all kinds of adult bullying that goes on too. You know, it's not like it stops when you're a kid, but one of the underlying fundamental points of view that the person being bullied has is this point of view about not being willing to be the potency that they are believing somehow that potency is anger or that potency is meanness or potency is unkindness and their refusal to be it creates the place where people continuously want to abuse them and get power over them so okay so we have some callers romana from slovenia is it on topic or off topic romana i think both okay Okay, because bullying for me happened in my family, in my primary family. And the way I traced it back, it was still 
when I was 10 years old, my mother had another baby and a year after another baby. So she just handed both to me. So I was 11 years old having both babies and she was calling me all sorts of names. I, I, I was never good enough. She was out like, you fucked up whore, fat ass, all sorts of stuff. Okay, have, we, have you ever heard us say that people only accuse you of what they themselves are doing? <laughs> well, I know that now, but regarding that time of my life, it's still a lot of energy locked in. Yeah, but so fucking what? You were an idiot, you were 10 years old. And you had a whore who was accusing you of being a whore. Why does it matter now? You're making it important when it's not. And you're holding on to it rather than actually moving beyond it and letting it go. See, one of the difficulties... What was that? Please help me get out of it. Yes, get over it. Because now it's just different faces, different people, but I still kind of get stuck in such energy. Well, what potency are you refusing to be that if you'd be it would change all this? I guess it's a lot about acknowledgement. Now decide if you actually were whatever that energy is that's required that you would be a bully and be a mean person. I got a one for you. Cool. So what do you love about being a victim? Everything that is. What do I love about what? Being a victim. Oh, yeah. Oh. Everything that is, times a gazillion, we just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. What do you love about being a victim? Everything that is, times a gazillion, we just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. What do you love about I being love a victim? Everything that is, times a gazillion, we just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. What, what do you love about being a victim? What? Was this space, like, my voice is never heard. People wouldn't even believe me what's going on at home. Yeah, but it's like, you're not the, you're not 10 years old anymore. Yeah, Okay. Why are you acting like you're still 10 years old? Did you get stuck in being 10 years old? Yeah, it looks like. So, you want to keep that? No. Or you want to throw the fuck up? Yeah. So, everything you've done to become a 10-year-old instead of being a 35-year-old or whatever price you yeah. are, will you destroy and create all that? Yeah, I would. Good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. One of the things that happens in in <clears throat> periods of trauma is something gets activated called a trifold sequencing system that keeps you in that loop as though it's still occurring every single day. And it's what creates post-traumatic stress disorder. And in Access, we actually have a way of getting rid of post-traumatic stress disorder that's really effective. You get bars run while getting trifold sequencing systems done at the same time. 
And <clears throat> this trifold sequencing system is like a Mobius strip. It's like the infinity symbol where, you know, mm -hmm. if you take two pieces of paper and loop them end to end and then twist it, it's exactly like that. And what happens is in cases of trauma, you'll get stuck at a particular age and basically you never move past it. So you have a 10 year old running these areas of your life where this occurs. So everything that stuck you at 10, all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, all the refined judgments, all the points of view you have that are sticking you there and all the trifold sequencing systems that keep it looping back continuously. We just run in creative place. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And I have another question because this, who does this belong to tool didn't work for me. Still, I heard Glennis talking about uh, recommending to run uh, biomimetic mimicry process on bot, bot, body process, right? So it's yeah. getting better now, but still, I get somehow I know it's not mine, but I don't. It's so weird. It's like I can't get past it. It's so present. It's not. Foreign energy it's not. You energy. can't. You won't, honey. Oh, yes. And that serves yeah. me how? Well, it serves it you brilliantly. Actually, it serves you brilliantly. It's a reason and justification for everything you can't choose, everything you can't create. Everything you can't be, everything you can't do. It shows you that you're not different than anybody else, that you're not actually potent and powerful, <laughs> that you don't really have the capacities you and have. justifies that you're a victim and you're a victim. And, oh, yeah, you're a victim. And you get to be a victim. <laughs> and you get to victimize others with, how badly you were victimized. Yes. It was really awesome. It's a fun story to hear. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm shaking now. Okay. <laughs> cool. So you just have to realize, what do I really want to choose? Do I want to choose this or do I want to choose something different? Okay. And how, how old am I being when I do this shit to myself? Okay. Because okay. the choice you keep making... And it doesn't get you in anything different, so why do you keep making that choice? Yeah, why would I? Yeah, why do I? You know, it's like I, I, I had a dog once, a great big Great Dane, and the next-door neighbors had a, a, a Doberman Pinscher. And the two dogs would run at the fence and bark at each other and then run up and down the fence barking at one another to show that they were protecting their property. Now, if they went... Five feet further, there would have been no fence, so they never went that extra five feet. Mm -hmm. They stayed in the 20 feet of fence that they could keep each other separated from. You're doing the same thing. If you go five feet further to your right, freedom exists. And then there's nothing that can stop you. But as long as you keep running back and forth in front of the same 20 feet of fence, you don't have to change your life. Right. You're barking at the same dog over and over and over again, getting nowhere. Yep. Got to yep. choose different. Okay? Okay. Cool. Thanks for calling, Rapunzel. Uh, thank you. Sorry? Oh, I, I wanted to thank Dane for yesterday's ESC. It was awesome. Cool. It was uh, great. You're welcome. Thank you. I got to experience it. It was wonderful. Boy, that was a yeah. kick-ass one. 
For those of you listening that have done bars, if you haven't gotten the info on the ESC, uh, look for the email and download it. it. It was definitely something to start the new year off. So thank you, Ramana. Glad you were on. Thank Take you, Bill. Have a nice bye. year. And have a, yeah, bye. Okay, so we you know, so we got a couple other callers, but but we're only got a couple other minutes. We only got a couple of minutes, so we just have to talk about so what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about the eternal uh sacred and inviolate inviolate orders of uh of bullies Mm. that keeps them winning and you losing for all eternity. Everything that is times a godzillion, we just turn on credit all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what is made so vital, valuable, and real about the eternal, sacred, and violet orders of bullies that keeps them winning and you losing for all eternity? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just turn on credit, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What is made so vital, valuable, and real about the eternal, sacred, and violet orders of bullies that keeps them winning and you losing for all eternity? Everything that is times a godzillion way just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. On that note, beautiful people, we are at the first break on the Axis Consciousness Show on Voice America where we're talking about bullying. And as we usually do, we have a totally different perspective than anybody else. But I've seen it actually be able to change it. So Me too. We look forward to talking with you in a couple of minutes when we come back. to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you walk through the world truly being you, everything and everyone is invited to change. Join Dr. Dane here throughout 2016 in his unique classes on being you. Whether you've been asking for something greater, looking for a way to change your life, or longing to change the world, Dr. Dane's Being You classes crack open a world of ease, joy, and possibilities. For a list of Dr. Dane here's upcoming classes and resources on being you, go to www.beingyouclass.com. Do you love the clearing processes from Gary and Dane on the show? Are you getting the most out of them? Did you know that if you loop them while you sleep or while you work, the change will be even deeper and more dynamic? For only $10 per month, you can get all the processes from every show recorded on a loop just for you. It's called the Pearls of Possibility, and it's our way of inviting you to more change with ease. To sign up for Pearls of Possibility, go to pearlsofpossibility.com and start having faster change now. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. 
tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Hi, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane. Welcome back to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America, where we're talking about bullies. Bully for you, bully for me. And who do we have next? We have Sharon from Canada. Canada. Hi there. How are you? Hi there. I'm great. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Thank you. What's up, honey? What can we do for you? Well, uh, your your topic is so timely for me because I I feel like uh, bullying is kind of taken over my life or, or it's about to. Uh, I'm going to talk about workplace bullying. Uh, about two years ago, after I took bars uh, foundation level one, I created an opportunity to go to a new job for a one-year assignment. Yeah. And when I left my old job, my manager and team leader gave me the worst performance review I've ever received in my life, and it was all lies and bullshit. And I knew it wasn't true, and I had an opportunity to kind of go through a process to lodge a complaint and talk to them about it. And yeah. that was nine months of hell, but it, I, I did it, but it got me nowhere. And so for the last year, I've been great because I've been in a new job and loving life. But I just found out before the holidays that that old manager will become my new director in about two weeks. <laughs> So I've decided I need to not work with this person and create a new opportunity for myself. So I'm working on that, but I'd like some advice on how to how to kind of handle a bully and how to survive um, when I don't want to work for a bully. Well, what you got to do is you got to look at it and go, okay, so what makes that true? Ask him a question. See, a question always is impossible for a bully to actually maintain their bully point of view if you question them. There's no way that with a question they can hold their point of view. And also, since you know he's going to give you a bad review, I'd file a complaint against him the first time he does something to you. Yeah, I I did that and I trusted the process, but it got me nowhere. So um, it's not about testing the process. It's about lodging enough complaints that, you know, that you, you know, that you have a reason and justification for suing him if you want to. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a potential for sure, but um, it's not really something I want to go there right now. I understand, but you're willing to be the victim rather than to be willing to be the perpetrator. It's like if you're not willing to be a perpetrator, then you will become a victim. You got to be willing to do to them before they do unto you. Okay, well, at, at this time, like she's kind of starting off fresh in a company where I've been for two years. So she Good. kind of needs to make a name for herself, but at the same time, I have to report up to her. 
yeah, so any advice you, on how to cope you already with the situation? people above her. Sorry? You already know people above her, yes or no? Yes, I do. Do they like you? Yes, but they don't know me very well. Doesn't matter. They don't <laughs> dislike you and they haven't seen you as having bad performance. That's right. So what you have to do is be willing to be the perpetrator who's willing to go after her anytime she's not willing, anytime she's willing to find a reason to be against you. And you might want to run this. How many lifetimes have I been with this person? And is it her time to kill me or my time to kill her? I hope it's my time to kill her. <laughs> well, let, let's let's do the whole thing because it might shed a little more light energetically. And I'm doing this because when Gary and I come up with something and we do it, and then we go to say it again years later, a lot of times you know we we come we have the concept, but there are a couple other parts that might help that we often. You think, are you saying I forgot something? Are you saying I have CRS? <laughs> you? I can't no. remember shit. Yeah. Neither one of us ever forgets anything, just so you know. Usually it's you, but to me, today it's me. Exactly. That's right. I forgot today. I'm so, the wrong one. So it goes like this. So if you ask, so just get the sense of this energy. And for all of you out there who are dealing with somebody where you're getting bullied, you want to ask this. So how many lifetimes have you killed them? Get that energy. Now, how many lifetimes have they killed you? So have you killed them more? Or have they killed you more? Sharon. I'm getting I've killed her more. Uh-huh. Okay, now what if she's after you? Right. So whose turn is it to kill the other one in this lifetime? Her turn to kill you or your turn to kill her? Well, I guess she's trying to kill me. <laughs> no, but whose turn is it? Her turn to kill you or it's your turn, turn to kill her? Yeah, it's okay. her turn. Yeah. So everything you did to create all that and decide all that and all the judgments that hold that in place, all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations, and dis- and uh, projections, expectations, separation, judgments, and rejections, and all the refined judgments, we destroyed and create all that, please. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And now, will you go back in all those lifetimes? We'd like you to go back to all those lifetimes right now, connect to all of them. And everywhere you killed her when you shouldn't have, and everywhere you didn't kill her when you should have, will you now do that? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, that could change the whole thing right there. Yep. See, a lot of people are dealing with similar situations in their lives, and... It's really funny for us because we, we don't take the perspective that it's all from this lifetime or that it's a fluke. See, for the most, I mean, there are some people that are just plain mean, and you got to recognize that too. There are demon bitches and bastards from hell that are just that way, and elves, the evil little fucks of the world. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and yet, you know, taking this larger perspective of a lot of what you have as these personal difficulties with people in this lifetime didn't start in this lifetime. And so being able to go back and change it, thank God for this pock and pod clearing statement, but being able to go back and change it is, is this amazing gift 
because it's like if you just look from this lifetime, you'd be constantly trying to figure things out. And there are, of course, things to do in this lifetime, like get over being a victim, being willing to be the perpetrator. But when you change the energetics of these things, all of a sudden there's this different possibility there and you go, oh, shit. I didn't think it could actually change that fast, but it does. It can. Okay. Okay, that sounds like um, um, <laughs> I feel so much lighter right now. So that's, cool. that feels awesome. So, well, awesome. obviously, got the results. So when she comes in, she say, "Oh, it's so nice to see you again." Act like nothing ever happened. Right. Yeah, and right. and that's it's funny because you said you know about feeling lighter, and I was just about to ask you, like, think about her, think about the situation. How does it feel? Because one of the things that we know from access is what's true always makes you feel lighter. A lie always makes you feel heavier. And the way that we know something is actually changing is you think about it and you feel lighter, which is an indication that there's a lot more of what's actually true here for you. And you're getting a lot freer of that particular situation. So it might be possible to actually work with this person and not have to just continually change jobs to avoid her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Cause the other thing is if you have this thing set up where it's her turn to kill you, she will follow you from job to job to job because she hasn't killed you yet. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Everything that is times again. So anyway, just run on creative, please. Right. And run good and bad, yeah. pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <sighs> cool. Oh, well, thank, thank you so much. And thank you both for being you. Looking forward to the uh, 2017 and all the fun ahead. Awesome. Good. Thanks, we'll Sharon. Have good times, I guarantee you. Okay. okay. All right. Happy thank New you Year. so much for calling. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. We have a Houstonian. Really? Game. Yeah. Cynthia oh, my from goodness. Houston. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It's our hometown. and almost nobody calls us from here. I know. Thank goodness. Cynthia. Hello, Cynthia. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm recovering from Christmas. I missed the irreverent Christmas special, which I really needed. Although I did clear all the way up to Dallas, <laughs> which I also oh. needed to do. Because Good I was incredibly bullied by my in-laws, although everything that you just told the previous caller really helped. Good. Cool. Because I've been yeah. wondering, like, why did I land in this family? Like, on both sides, my in-laws and my birth family are just both bullies, really. So, do you, do you, do you, do you and your husband get along? Yes, yes, we do most of the time. So, why do you go to them? <sighs> that's a because they're good grandparents, and that's the thing. You know, this is really interesting for me. That I've been thinking about a lot because. In my life, I find myself often in the position to stand up to bullies. Like, I will be the person who stands up and tells the bully to stop doing whatever it is that they're doing for people. But for some reason within my family, I've got this thing of, oh, I have to be respectful. I have to show respect okay. to this person. I so, can't say what I mean to say. Got a little process that might help if you're interested. <gasps> I love when I you say that. You would say that. Okay, good. So what does your family mean to you? Yo, everything that is, we just try not create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. What do you mean to your family? 
and everything that is times a godzillion. We just trying to create all that. Right, wrong, yeah. good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What does sex with your family mean to you? Now, uh, I'm not talking about you copulating with them. I'm talking about receiving. Because sex is receiving in this reality, okay? Okay, okay. So what does sex with, you know, for, with your family mean to you? Ow. <laughs> All you get to receive is the bad stuff. That's like <sighs> horrible, you know, mission mormonary position sex all the time. Yeah, Everything that this time's yeah. a God's name, we just trying to create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <laughs> and what does having sex with you mean to your family? And everything that is times a godzillion. We just trying to create it all. Right, wrong, yeah. good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Do I get to tell my really bad joke about the little boy walking in on his mom and dad having sex? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, please, get ready. Please, please, please. Since you, since you missed a reverend Christmas, I have a horrendously irreverent joke for you. Are you ready? Perfect. Okay. So this little boy walks in on his mom and dad having sex and dad's on top of mom, you know, and going at it like crazy and mom's making all this noise. And they're like, oh my God. And he's just horrified. And he runs out of the room and shuts the door. And mom's like, go after him. And dad's like, no, I want to finish first. So dad finishes and he gets up and goes down the hall and he's looking for his son. And he hears these weird noises coming from grandma's room. And he walks into grandma's room and the son is on top of grandma going at her for all he's worth. And the dad's like, what are you doing? And the kid turns around and goes, not so funny when it's your mother, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, what a bad joke. (laughs) Oh, but they have their place. This is one of those times when it's the correct place. Okay, so... What, you know, so what does, you know, your family mean to you? Okay. Now, notice that none of this is cognitive. All of this is energy. Yeah. And that's what family means to you. And it's all this energy stuff. And you can't define it, which is why you can't change it. Mm. Which is what you think. Anyway, everything that is, we destroy and create it all. Right. Wrong, good, bad, fuck, all nine shirts, boys. And And what do you mean to your family? Now, Ugh. these are all your points of view about what you believe your family means, you know, they think about you. Okay. It's not necessarily even true. It's just your made-up point of view. Okay. And everything that is times a godzillion, we just try to create it all. Right, wrong, yeah. good and bad, and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What does sex with your family mean to you? Mm-hmm. Vice is nice, incest is best. Oh. Everything that brought up times a godzillion, <laughs> we just try to create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, <laughs> yes. I'm sure it's boys and beyonds. And what does sex with you mean to your family? And everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, fun, fuck, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. The answer that came up for that one was, if they could only be so lucky. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, it's true. Uh, I think I'm pulling things out of Sharon's head now. Watch out. Okay. Well, now what what does your family mean to you? Okay. How does it feel now? Better, worse, or the same? It feels better. Yeah, because the meaning of the family stuff is out of the way now. Now you can start to look at, okay, what do I need to do or be to change this? Right. Okay. Okay. Because I've been working on the decisions and judgments and computations and conclusions, but it just seems like more and more kept coming up, and it wasn't getting lighter. 
Yeah, because because it's like because when you have this energetic point of view behind about the meaning of it, it's really hard to clear that stuff. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Okay, can I ask another question? Sure. Okay, I have a health thing happening. I, um, for some reason, I've got um, gum disease happening, and I'm I'm kind of young to be having this happen. Like I had a a front tooth fall out. 10 years ago when I was in my 40s, and I got an implant, and everything's been hunky-dory until this year, and then the two, the front tooth right next to it has gotten real wobbly, and I kept, I keep running MTVSS on it, and yeah. it's not, and I um, don't really feel so much changing with it. First question, actually, we only have a minute left, so can we address this after we come back from break? Sure. Okay, we'll come back after break, and we'll continue on this subject. How do you, what do you do when somebody bullies your teeth right out of your head? Exactly. Okay, good. So you're listening to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America, where we're talking about bullies and how to handle it. And as I said before, as usual, we have a different perspective. We'll be back in a few minutes on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, 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 guys. Over here. Get this. Gary Douglas, the man, the myth, the legend, has a new class. It's a two-day class that he's offering his own very self, and it's called Out of the Box. This class is two days long. It's happening on February 4th and 5th in San Diego, California, America, Earth, and March 4th and 5th in Munich, Germany, same planet. What's going to happen in this class? Gary's going to give us all the tools we need to break out of the limitations of our tiny little boxed-in realities. You ever feel like you're trapped and stifled and stuck and you can't quite put your finger on what it is or why it's happening, that's what this class is there to do. Break all those limitations apart so you can fly right on out of that box, just like those little puffy white peanuts do whenever you order like your supplements on the internet and then they come and then you got peanuts all over your floor. But this will be a lot more fun. Where do you find out about it? www.garyamdouglas.com forward slash out of the box. No one needs to have a money problem, especially you. Yeah, did you hear that? You. You have an unlimited and mostly unaccessed capacity to create money and a financial reality that works for you. Simone Millicis has a brand new book. It's called Getting Out of Debt Joyfully. And right now, when you go to gettingoutofdebtjoyfully.com, if you pre-order the book, you'll get a free online course. What if you can create money in ways no one else can? Just go to gettingoutofdebtjoyfully.com to get your copy today. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to the world. 
Hi, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane, welcome back to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. We're talking to Sharon from Canada or Sharon oh, from we Canada, are. depending on how you talk no, about we're it. we're not. Aren't we? We're talking we talking about oh, Cynthia, Cynthia. Cynthia from Houston. Oh, my goodness. Cynthia from Houston. Right. He's a Houstonian. Awesome. You know? I like love one it. of our peeps, one of our next one door our neighbors. Exactly. Okay, so yeah, I invited you to my white elephant party. What's that? I said if y'all were in town, I would invite you to my white elephant party. I got the best white elephant present for Christmas. How cool are you? What kind of white elephant present did you get? I got bubble gum in the shape of cocktail wieners, a can of them. Oh, a God, whole can, you lucky girl. <laughs> Count your blessings early this year, darling. That's, that's called getting a can of worms. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Welcome to it's Texas. Wiener, so it's wiener-shaped bubble gum. Wow. I like it. Uh, you don't now, get that we, every day. Are we talking about penis wieners <laughs> or talking about wiener wieners? Huh. A I know, and I'm that. a vegetarian. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then it's okay to have the bubble gum. Yep. And if... I'm not. I'm not going to say what comes up about. No, you're not allowed to. Okay, about eating meat. If you're anyway. So um, <laughs> let's finish this conversation about family, etc. Oh no, no the tooth. Oh, the tooth. that keeps getting more wobbly. I still have holiday brain. Give me a break. Good point. Okay, so a couple of things. Um, one of the things that we found is so the general category of this conversation is actually who does this belong to. And okay. one of the things, and the other thing that goes along with that is who are you being? And one of the things oh. that we found occurs for people is you'll be a certain age, you know, like a four-year-old kid or something, and you'll see somebody. I got an example of it. I haven't even tell said me, it yet. Me. Let me, me say me. it. No, okay, I'm go. not going to. Uh-uh. I'm hurt uh, now. Uh-uh. I'm not going to do it. Mm-mm. Do it. Okay, go uh, Okay, ahead. I'll do it. But just since you all asked so nicely. Um, Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share oh your bubble gum with you. I, okay, thank you. Okay, then I'll tell you. All right. <laughs> if you'll share your wieners with me, then I will, your bubble gum wieners, I will, I will say it. So what happens is as a young kid or a certain age, you'll, you'll see somebody who has something going on and you'll either do something like, oh my God, I hope that never happens to me. Or you'll just see it and it will imprint in your world as something that is what occurs at a particular age. So you'll be a little Uh kid, you'll see somebody who is roughly the age that you are right now, and you'll see that. And it's because little kids have no idea what happens when you get older. And so they look for these clues about what's going to happen at certain ages, which is actually a huge part of what creates aging for most people, by the way. But in a particular case like this, like you'll see somebody who had a tooth like that and you're like, oh my God, when I get to 45, that's what's going to happen to me. And here you are. Or you know what I mean? Does that make sense? So is that to you? Hmm. Sort of, except nothing comes to mind of seeing people who lost their teeth. It's not not about coming to mind. It just doesn't, you know? Yeah. It's not about coming to mind. This particular thing is just... It's no, just it's you like gotta go with the energy. Get, if you get a yes that that's what happened, then we can start to undo this. Okay. Let's see. So yes or no? I get a yes. I Good. get a yes. So everything you decided and created and invented that creates that because of that, were you destroying and create all that? 
Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool. That's how it got quite a bit of energy to it. Yeah, so this is apparently what you did, honey. Apparently, there's okay, a yes. So when I'm processing it myself, do I say, who am I being, or? Oh, that's like, well, <clears throat> you know, yeah, you can ask who am I being, because you're being this other person, who, even though you don't know the person, or, you know, it's like it had an impact on you at some point. Okay. So you ask, okay. who am I being? Who am I being with this? Pock and pot all that. Okay, and that should take care of the tooth. That will be a good beginning. And then you can okay. do restoration of communion with earth on your tooth. And that may also help a lot. Communion with earth? I don't know that yeah. one. Restoration of communion with earth. Yeah, it's a body process. It's in the three-day body class. But it's like you put your hands on there oh. right on the tooth. And you go, restoration of communion with earth. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds, pot and pock, all nine, until you feel the energy starting to run. Okay, awesome. That sounds lovely. I wouldn't want to do communion with earth anyway. Exactly. Yeah, it's really cool. You know, the only bad thing is it might grow your other tooth back in. <laughs> I want to. Well, I lost, I mean, this is actually the third tooth. I, I lost two teeth. And one I replaced, but the other molar I didn't replace. And so my challenge to myself, once I get a handle on all this energy stuff, is to regrow it. Like, I know that I can regrow my tooth if I just, cool. yeah. So I'm going to do that. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. Thank you. You're welcome. You're so Thanks awesome. And Happy New Year. Uh, happy and New all Year. of that good happy stuff. Happy New Year. Have a great and joyful one. You too. You too. And lots of fun and lots of sex. Okay, thanks. We like that. Yes. Lots of... (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Bye, thanks. Okay, so we have Doreen from South Dakota. Yes. How do I handle a bully when the bully's an insurance adjuster and he's devaluing the worth of the trailer by $15,000? Well, you go out and hire another... uh, You go out and you hire somebody else to... To do it. Another appraiser. Another appraiser. Okay. And then you probably will have to go to small claims court and claim that he's, you know, done it intentionally to help the insurance company and to not pay what they they owe. And the good news is that judges usually don't like it when they take advantage of the insurance companies take advantage of people. Okay. How do I not cave? (laughs) What you do is you go, wow, that's so odd that you came in with such a low amount. When my next door neighbor's place was appraised at three times that. Why is theirs so much better when it's older than mine? Okay. It's called lie. Okay. You know, are you one of those people who always has to tell the truth? No, not not since listening to you. Okay, good. Because it's like, you know, it's like you got to be willing to tell whatever lie it takes to get what you need to get the way you need to get it. Everything doesn't allow that to show up. We just try and create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <sighs> oh, yeah. Okay, and remember, just because they're an insurance adjuster doesn't mean much of anything. Oh. And 
call the call the state because they have an ins- they have a what state are you in? North South Dakota. Dakota. South Dakota. Most states have a you know have a uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, you know, insurance, like insurance uh, insurance insurance commissioner commissioner. Yeah, and it's okay. like if you call them and say, "What do I do? This is, seems to be what's happening," and I. I feel like this man has just, you know, taken a dislike <laughs> to me or something, and that's why he's doing it. You know, and then they'll go, okay, this is the choices, and this is what you can do. But one of the other things you should really consider, if it's an appraisal on the whole value, is uh-huh. actually getting a different appraisal. <clears throat> because sometimes what happens is you have the idea that it's worth a certain amount, and another independent appraiser will come in and say, well, no, it's actually not. That's, you know, what you were told by somebody or what you thought or whatever, but it's actually not. So you want to have that information first before you go file a complaint. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. You want to get your okay. ducks in before they yeah. start quacking. Do you sense that I have an emotional attachment that maybe it's not worth what I think it is? Well, there's the possibility there. I mean, for anything that we own, when somebody says, yes, okay. I know you think it's worth 20000 but it retails for six, or, you know, Blue Book value on it is six now, or, you know, it's like that happens a lot in, in appraisal situations because what, uh-huh. what the appraisal is is supposedly a fair market value based on what everybody has decided are the characteristics for what determines that value. And that's not something, you know, if you don't play in that particular sandbox very often, it's not something that you would necessarily have a familiarity with. And the points of view about what you paid or how it's worth or what, you know, you and the people that you know have agreed on that it is worth or should be worth aren't necessarily the same points of view that the market creates its value as and from. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. So it's just you want to you want to make sure that you're, you know, I, I really highly suggest. I mean, a trailer you can probably get appraised in South Dakota for I don't know two or three hundred bucks. Because usually yeah. a house somewhere is you know four fifty or something, um, and enabled. So you want that information so that you're so that you've got the info to know where to go and what to do, and then if it's still fifteen thousand dollars lower. Then you look at it and it's like, uh, sorry, dude, this, and then you report and then small claims and, and then, and then, and then. Okay. I okay. got it. Thank you cool. very much. Awesome. awesome. You're very Thank welcome. You. Thanks for calling Doreen. Good luck. Welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. This has been kind of a cool show. I mean, I have, it has it's got it's, some you know, really cool, you know, info to contribute to people. I like when we get to do that. Me too. That's really fun. And it's like, you and know? we started out doing bullies and then we came around to sort of bullies, sort of more like bully for us. Uh, right. Bully for you. I feel, I, I feel like Teddy Roosevelt. Bully, bully. Bully. No, I, I need to feel like Teddy Roosevelt once yeah? in a while. Carry a big stick and kill people. Yeah. Just don't be that Robin Williams one. He's not alive anymore. So don't do that. Okay. You know, the night at the museum, Teddy Roosevelt. Yes. Plus, most, you know, before What's-His-Name came along, he just sat there all the time. So, yeah, you definitely want to be a different Teddy Roosevelt. I'm just saying. You're going to be. So, 
please guys recognize that this thing about bullying is there is this high probability that there's something in your world that has created you as not being willing to be the potency you are around somebody or where you've turned yourself into a victim or where you've killed them in some other lifetime and you think it's their turn to kill you. A lot of these things are changeable and they're changeable faster than you ever imagined possible. And what Gary was saying, look for what can be said and done that number one, exposes the bully and number two, gives them nowhere to go so they have no choice any longer. And one of the really effective things that can be done is ask them a question. You know, if somebody's treating you unfairly, it's like, well, how is it that you see it this way? What is yeah, it that I'm, makes this? I'm sorry, I'm real not understanding. Right. I'm not understanding this. Can you explain this to me, please? Can you help me, please? Yes. Because then they have to justify the choices they're making, and you don't have to defend against the choices you made. And that's really important. Very true. And so when you do that and you actually put them on the defensive, see, you need to be willing to be the perpetrator, not the victim. Okay. And Doreen, thank God for our oracle, Anne. She looked up and the South Dakota director of insurance is Larry Dieter, D-E-I-T-E-R. He's the current office holder of that particular thing. South Dakota director of insurance. So there you go. There's some points of view for you. And there's a quote she can get or a PDF or something you can get that tells you how to file a complaint there. Oh, a guide. There's a guide you can get that tells you how to file a complaint. So uh, go for it. And uh, I don't know. She said we got South Dakota, but I think she said North Dakota. So I don't know. But anyway. Well, there's got to be one. Got to be one there, too. too. So on, on that note, beautiful people, have a very happy new year. Thank you so much for listening to us all year long. And uh, have a very happy holiday, whatever that holiday is for you. Have more fun than you ever thought possible. And And enjoy your life and recognize the purpose of life is to have fun. And if you ain't having that, if you ain't having fun, you ain't having a life. So get with it. Yeah. Welcome to our world. Get happy. Where life and living is fun. We look forward to being with you next time in the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Bye-bye, beautiful people. Welcome to our world. Bye. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome to the world.